You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is up, Packers fans? Welcome back to the podcast for Cheddar or Worst, Acme Packing Company show covering the good and the bad surrounding the Green Bay Packers. I am your co-host, Chris Burke, joined alongside our social media queen, Lindsay Hansen. Uh, Lindsay, how are you tonight? Uh, we are recording this on the eve of some major weather about to hit a decent chunk of the United States, but uh, how, are you, how are you holding up? I'm doing okay right now. It's uh, it's not bad yet, but in a couple hours, it's it's gonna get bad. So I'm uh, I'm hunkering down and just really hoping that we don't lose power. It's supposed to be negative fifty wind chill here, so um, all day tomorrow and and into the night. Um, so yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm doing okay right now. So you know, we'll take it we'll take it uh, moment by moment, right? It's kind of what yep. you have to do with these storms. Yep, and then here in the Green Bay area, uh, we're looking at about eight-ish, maybe up to eight inches of snow. That's not the issue. The issue is going to be blowing snow, uh, blizzard, whiteout conditions. The Department of Transportation, Wisconsin, telling people on Friday, do not travel if you don't have to. Uh, we definitely encourage everyone, be safe. Don't be stupid. We know a holiday's coming up, but... Uh, make sure you do, when you do get together, make sure it's for a celebration, not for a funeral. So just, uh, be smart and I hope everybody stays safe. But, uh, let's get to some warmer and happier thoughts. Uh, the Green Bay Packers still alive in the playoff hunt following the 24 to 12 win over the Los Angeles Rams on Monday night football. Uh, Lindsay, you got a chance to watch a decent chunk of the game. How, how do you feel now? You know, like they, they, they're still alive. I mean, the odds are still not great, but there's still hope. <laughs> there is. Yeah. I mean, and now we, we have a couple wins stacked uh, back to back, which is always good, especially late in the season. It kind of, well, hopefully changes, you know, the momentum and, and keeps, keeps them alive and uh, keeps them fighting. So yeah, I mean, I, I was really, really happy when we won, we needed to, and, uh, they did what they had to. So, um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, in, in Miami, I don't know, that's a different team, much different team. So it's going to be a much different game and hoping that they can, uh, they can pull together another win. Cause if, you know, we got to win out, that's our only option. So. Yeah, I hate to, I hate to use the run the table cliche again, but they really do. Uh, Miami's going to be a tough out. You know, depending, we'll talk more about them uh, at the end of the show. We preview this week's matchup, but Minnesota is probably going to still be in a fight for the top two seed, for the top seed, I should say, uh, and that one first round by. And then Detroit, all of a sudden, is a tough out. So uh, it is not going to be easy going the rest of the way for Green Bay. They're going to have to continue to. Um, trend upwards as they have been but let's uh let's get into the nitty-gritty of the game uh, from monday night so aaron jones and aj Dillon combining for oh, 
just it, they're coming alive at the right time, but I kind of, you know, you love seeing the running game get going in December, but given their record, is it too little too late? You know, we were, a lot of us were yelling all year, you know, run the damn ball, run the ball. And they, they finally got it going, but is, do you think it's too little too late? I don't think so. Um, I mean, I, I think it's game by game and we got to continue to, to use what's working. And that's definitely Aaron Jones and, and AJ Dillon, as we all know, um, you know, Aaron Jones, he is now, he now has the third most rushing yards in Packers history, which is amazing. And Dylan had those two touchdowns across 36 rushing yards and, uh, you know, we were, we were all a little scared there when he went into the medical tent, um, late in the game, but he, he came back and he cleared a concussion protocol, thankfully, because God, do we need them both for Miami? We're gonna, it's going to be a all hands on deck situation. For sure. And Aaron Jones, you know, 90 yards in the game. He is now 63 yards away from a thousand yard season, uh, should, should have uh, I don't want to until it's until it's written in stone I don't want to guarantee anything but he should be able to hit that milestone which is good for him you know definitely you know there's there, a lot of eyes are going to be on the, after the season's over about the future of a lot of people on the Packers uh, he's going to be one of them but at least he can show he can still do it so uh, very happy to see both of them uh, complimentary pair kind of what we wanted to see all season uh, moving on to the next thing in our happy on the happy list, Elton Jenkins, um, top, I believe the top rated, yeah, top rated offensive player, uh, according to pro football focus. Uh, imagine that he's a guard and he plays well at guard. You know, I, I <laughs> the necessity of, you know, moving him outside was a thing. And, you know, it's not a knock on him, you know, that it's, it's yeah. tough to be that swing tackle the way the Packers have relied on him, 100%. but, uh, definitely, you know, once he's a guard, he's, he's starting to play better football now. And, you know, obviously the ACL injury had, something to do with that but uh big uh big game for him and uh definitely looking good you know in terms of earning that next contract oh yeah I mean exactly like you said I mean he's a guard and uh we should never move him you know move him again I mean that's how that's where he does well so keep him there you know it's not rocket science but uh you know some of our coaches on the staff seem to not understand that so hopefully they will for the remainder of the season because we need we need everyone in their positions um, playing their best ball from here on out. Well, and I think you know once once they get David Bakhtiari, you know uh, once I think they're going to be all right. Now Zach Tom seems to be a fine to tackle, you know, with what they hoped. So I think I think they I think the Elton Jenkins a tackle move, knock on wood, um, barring injury, is definitely I think an afterthought. Uh, speaking of guys who are definitely not afterthoughts and definitely thoughts, uh, Romeo Dobbs, uh, fantastic game. Uh, you know, he's, he's starting to round into shape a little bit, you know, reliable target for Rogers. We're starting to see the younger receivers kind of come in, you know, he's, he's helping with blocking, uh, just a much improved, uh, performance from him after, you know, hype trained in the, you know, the training camp of the preseason kind of fell off during the year, you know, he got hurt. Uh, glad to see him running into shape, you know, with Christian Watson making a late campaign uh, for offensive rookie of the year. You know, that's getting a lot of people are going to start paying attention to nine, but uh, Dobbs is somebody else. I think a lot of people definitely got to follow. 
hundred percent. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. He had five receptions for 55 total yards, the longest of which was that, uh, that beauty of a 23 yarder, um, best game since week three against Tampa Bay, where he had 73 yards across eight receptions. So he, you know, he's definitely showing potential and growth and, um, especially coming off injury, it's, it's always, you know, it, it's always, you never know what to expect after an injury and in their first game back. So, um, really good to see him, uh, you know, he seems to be a hundred percent. So that's, that's fantastic. And I think he is definitely someone to watch. I couldn't agree more. He's a good kid. You know, Watson and Dobbs, you know, in love, you know, depending on there's the quarterback drama this off season is that's. I really hope they make the playoffs because I just want I I want to delay to that because the quarterback situation, not only with Rodgers but now with some of the stuff coming out about Love, maybe possibly asking for like I I just I can't even right now I just you know as the kids see I just can't even, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know Keyshawn Nixon hey do they actually have a returner like God I I wish I had a sound effect thing on on my phone. Oh, do they actually have an honest to God returner? Rich Basaccia, you miracle worker. Uh, what, <laughs> what, what, what a revelation. You know, uh, they signed him for a special teams ability and lo and behold, it's paid off. Uh, you know, I made a bet earlier before I changed um, careers outside of APC that if the Packers score a touchdown on special teams, I would go blonde. Uh, that, that bet has since been called off, but I will definitely not be renewing that next year. Uh, Nixon is, well, he's, I think he's going to break one at some point. Oh my God. It is. It's oh my God. It's so such a welcomed change. It's so awesome to see. I mean, Amari who like, again, why, why on earth was Amari on this team for as long as he was like Nixon is it, man. He's it. There's no denying it. He's on a freaking roll. And he, so he now has five straight great five straight games with more than 100 total return yards. First five game streak since 2010, I think is what Justin Justice said in in Slack. Um, and on the Pat McAfee show uh, on Tuesday, Rogers, it was one of the first things he said. He he was like, I I can't believe we now have a returner where they kick the ball away from him what Keyshawn has done in such a short amount of time, incredible. And I'm, I'm somewhat paraphrasing what he said, but I mean, it's true. Like we've all been waiting for this. We've been needing it for so long, do whatever it takes to keep him, pay the man. He's worth it. Keep him at any cost. We cannot lose him. I mean, he's, he's a game changer, his momentum and like the getting to the 50 yard, you know, threshold. I mean, it's really, really incredible. And it's so much fun to watch because we haven't had it in so long. So whatever we need to do to keep him, keep him like do it Packers. Yeah. You know, they, they don't need him to be Desmond Howard. That's for sure. Uh, they just need him to be competent and he's been more than that. So yeah, I think I say pay the man with whatever money you can come up with. You know, the cap situation is a Whole nother thing for a different for another episode, but uh and I'm just I'm gonna throw it out there that uh um on his first game, his first ever return, because he had a good one, um, you know, especially in comparison to what we had 
uh, with Amari, but he, uh, it was on this podcast for any, any loyal listeners who remember, I'm just going to, you know, point it out that I did say Nixon is someone to watch and, you know, Hey, I love being right. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the thing with, you know, Amari Rogers being on there, is that kind of the Packers Watergate with Nixon? I, mm, man, I'm even sorry. I said that. Anywho, um, looking at Quay Walker next, um, you know, in terms of, you know, draft picks, he kind of, he's probably his best game of the year, uh, you know, with, you know, he had that strip sack of Baker Mayfield, you know, we, we, we all saw the speed he had all year, definitely some other fundamental stuff we need to help clean up, but I would say this probably was his best game of the year. And, you know, that's kind of what you want to see from your first round picks this time of year is them starting to turn the corner and, the coaches always talk about a year one to year two leap and maybe Walker could be that player. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think it's too early to, to make a judgment call on him to be honest, but he definitely did have a stronger game last night. And if he keeps that up, then, then absolutely. I think, you know, I think he, he, he could be a, he could be worth the the first round pick, but I, um, I, he, cause he had one sack, five total, um, five total tackles, I think. And, um, he, you know, he, he did well. I mean, I just hope that he keeps it up. I hope that the defense, like the defense showed up, uh, well, not yesterday. It was on Monday and it was really, really good to see. We haven't seen that in so long. So they, you know, they showed signs of life and, and I just hope it continues because I, I do think that all the guys are, you know, they, they understand what's on the line and they understand that they have to give it their all from here on out. And, and they are so far, so hopefully it, it continues and we don't have any, you know, any more injuries that, uh, that can hurt us there, but, but yeah, Walker, he did, he did well and hope to see more of that for sure. And then finally, a long, you know, different linebacker, Preston Smith, still probably their best pass rusher. Uh, actually, not still probably he is their best pass rusher still. Glad to see he still cares, you know, given that the defense has been a hot mess express quite a bit all season. But, you know, he, a lot of people think, you know, there was some concern that, you know, hey, he got that contract. Is he going to lay back? He hasn't. Nice to see he still cares. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I agree. Excuse me. Who? Um, yeah, he, you know he's, you know he's been, you know, it, we think he was a prime cut candidate to be where he is now. Just a uh, remark, remarkable turnaround. So that is going to take care of the best part of our show. Uh, obviously, it was not the a perfect game. There never is in the NFL. Uh, so when we get back. We will uh, after a break from our break. We will talk about. Uh, some opportunities and areas that need to get better. So uh, stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, we are back. So not obviously by any means, you know, a perfect game for the Packers. They're the offense, especially. The Incons, you know, they're turning the corner, but the inconsistency still raged a bit. Uh, but we'll at least start with the defense. Uh, Rasul Douglas definitely got picked on quite a bit. You know, I can't, I can't knock him too much because he's been a rather solid performer. Um, but it's, you know, the interception is going to show up in the box score, but that was a, a Christmas gift from Kenny Clark. Uh, just not, not his best game. And when Baker Mayfield's picking on you, uh, it's not your day. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously he did, like you said, have that interception and that was, that was great. Um, just not sure, (laughs) not sure what he was, uh, thinking after that, but you know, I, I'm not ready to write him off. I think, I mean, he's an interception machine. He loves getting interceptions. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I don't have much more to say about that. I just, it's kind of like a head scratcher as to why he did what he did after, but, um, but Hey, he got an interception. So. Yeah. You know, he got it. I mean, Kenny Clark served it up for him and he got it, but definitely not his best game. Uh, You know, especially against a beat up Rams team. You don't like to see that. True. Uh, But now as far in terms of the green Bay offense, uh, Alan Lazard. So on Aaron Rodgers interception, Lazard to his credit fell on the knife for that. Um, but how are you and Aaron Rodgers not on the same page? Like, dude, you're technically still wide receiver one. Uh, how are you guys not on the same page on that? You know, I just, that's, that's one of those things, you know, and this will segue into our next point, but definitely not his best performance. I mean, I love him. Great guy, you know, fantastic blocker. He's normally a very steady hand. But, you know, that that took, you know, the Packers had just gotten the ball back at that point, and then they, they you know, they, well, you know, they gave it away. But, you know, it, I, I don't understand the inconsistency here, again, especially from the guy who's supposed to be a primary receiver. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I think we all, I think we all do. Um, it just wasn't the, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's like they were, he was reading a different playbook. Um, he just was not, was not ready for that at all. Um, but he's been pretty reliable for us. So, you know, one mistake, it's like, well, just don't keep making the same and we'll be good. <laughs> yeah. And keep keeping in mind, we are not talking about guys that we are ripped for. This is a game by game show. So we're not, we're not trashing Lazard's entire season exactly. over this, but yeah. definitely it just uh, definitely kind of an off night for him. Uh, yeah. Also, you know, in terms of that, you know, with that interception, Aaron Rodgers owns some of this too. Like, I know, I know, Aaron Nagler brought this up too, but it's it's worth mentioning. Look, so that story came out not soon before the game about uh, from Kalen Collar about the, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers making the offense difficult for some younger receivers just with the hand signal story. 
him out and then something like this happens is that just like you know, like Nagler said is that the football gods punishing you punishing the Packers or like Aaron come on but you usually you know with Rodgers when a bad story comes out about him you know the chip on the shoulder reappears even you know even as now he's been around forever and then he goes lights out but that you're I'm like dude you just gave if you want to call people in the media fake or whatever the heck you know buzzword he uses to go to people you know that he, the right things he just doesn't agree with he decides to trash him uh you can't just give people fodder for that because that's that's why some of that stuff comes out so i'm not not sure what happened there i just it's just a bad look for him uh and then once again on top of well, just to stack on top of the interceptions uh the turnover the packers once again losing the turnover turnover battle uh some of that's you know the offenses but the defense is again not generating some turnovers like they used to. I just, it's, you know, it's a twofold. It's a definitely a both sides of the ball, both sides of the ball own that, but they just, uh, they, they cannot see, you know, it's been a weird aberration because they've been usually very good in turnover ratio under Matt LaFleur, but this year, uh, not so much. Yeah. This year is a completely different story and it's just, it's wild when you look at all of like all of his past history and and number of interceptions across a season. And I mean, it, this season is just a whole other, I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on, but it's definitely not ideal. And uh, when we play teams like, you know, Miami and even, I can't believe I'm saying this, but the Lions and Vikings, like what world are we living in right now that the Lions are ahead of us in the NFC? That's, that's painful. Um, and we just, we can't be making those, those mistakes. We just can't, we, we don't have, um, we can't afford them. So I really hope we're able to get that in check and, uh, you know, we'll see, but. Ugh. Yeah. It's, it's been a bizarro NFL season. It really has. If you look so at the way bizarre. some things have turned out, um, you know, Minnesota, the Vikings of all teams having good luck in one score games. Like it just feels like there's a, like next year's going to be a course correction. Maybe I'm being optimistic here. I don't know, but. The Vikings came back from 33-0 at half. I mean, that is truly the most to win the game. That is the most wild thing I've ever seen. And like it, it is NFL, you know, record setting. They, I mean, they, I, I just, I could not get over that they were able to come back in overtime and win it. That is, uh, I can't even imagine what it's like to be a Colts fan when something like that happens. I, I would, I would need like a, I would need a hospital if I was a fan of a team that let that happen. <laughs> well, it's like, the, I just, I can't believe it's now a fact that the Minnesota Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings now own the largest comeback in NFL history. It's just, it's bizarre, but you know, on the, on the hindsight, that's what you get when you have a, when you make a boneheaded decision of hiring a coach who nothing against Jeff Saturday, but you know, that'd be like hiring me to coach the team. Like what, what are you doing? Like, I just, I don't understand. I love Jim Mercer to death. Uh, but that just, that decision just made no sense. Uh, <laughs> but he's, he's always been a maverick. So in hindsight, probably not a surprise, but you know, what are they doing? Uh, looking ahead now, so the Packers next play on Christmas, and it's against the Vi- uh, excuse me, against the Miami Dolphins in Miami on Christmas. Uh, Lindsay, I think both you and I would rather be there than what we're going through right now. God, what I wouldn't do. 
what I wouldn't do for 65 degree weather right now. I mean, it's probably going to be 60s and possibility of rain, but still better than what we're dealing with. So the first, so the first thing there, the blizzard here should hopefully be out of there. The Packers usually don't travel until Saturday, the day before the game. So I think they should be able to get out okay, but definitely something, you know, to put my channel, my intermediarologist. Probably, probably a storyline that I think we need to keep a hair of an eye on because I don't know how long it's going to take to get the airports open after this. It just depends on what happens Friday. Uh, so stay tuned to that. You heard it here first on it, on, uh, for cheddar or worse if, uh, <laughs> if something does end up happening, but, uh, well, so hopefully th- they are able to get out safely. I mean, that's obviously the most important, um, that they're able to, to just be safe. Um, but yes, I mean, Christmas in Miami. Yeah. I keep wanting to sing that will of the welcome to Miami song. I think was that Will Smith that sing that? I think it was. Um, but <laughs> it's, you know, the, so the the Dolphins, meanwhile, they initially one of the surprise teams in the NFL. Since then, they've come back to earth. But, you know, will the real Miami Dolphins please stand up? You know, they've lost three in a row, but, you know, there are times they look great. There are other times they look disjointed. Uh, but that offense, you know, regardless of how they've been playing, their defense is not very good. But, boy, uh, they are terrifying. they got two receivers, top four in DYAR. I'll, uh, you know, receiving our, our – um, just and then Raheem Moster running back. Tua's a tough Tua's a tough out at quarterback. Uh just a frightening offense that, you know, given the what Joe Barry's put on paper this year, uh I hope the Packers offense eats their Wheaties and comes to play because I have zero confidence uh in the Green Bay defense to slow this Miami attack down. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm really hoping they surprise us. And again, I mean, you know, like, like I said, at the top of the show, I, they did finally show up um, uh, on Monday night, but that was a different team. And, uh, and we need to, we need to bring it uh, on, you know, in Miami. So I'm just, I'm really hoping that, you know, that they surprise us and that we can get another win. But yeah, I mean, if the offense needs to put up points, um, they cannot be, you know, Rogers can't be throwing these intercept or uh, yeah, interceptions um, during this because we need all the points we can get because of our defense and because of Barry. Um, like we all know we have the talent. It's just our coaching. Um, he sucks and, and it has ruined our defense. So we'll see, but game by game, right? So, so really, really all you can do, um, the offer, you know, they're going to have to get back to the old Packer McCarthy style football. Well, I like to say where the Packers offense is going to have to lift the defense. It's time for the offense to put all the pieces together. They've shown flashes now. Um, maybe Christian Watson can have a huge game. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's time for them to put all the pieces together. Cause this, this very well could be their last stand, but on the plus side, uh, you know, they, they could really hit the run defense. Well, if, you know, if it's, if it is raining, you know, and it lends to the ground game, I mean, Mostert versus Jones would be a heck of a ground, would be a heck of a grounded pound game. And I think that tends to favor the Packers, maybe a hair more, but again, it depends on what the defense is going to do. Uh, they're going to have to, that I've got no confidence. They're going to be able to slow down that attack, but. Stranger things have happened. You know, the Packers still have some hope. So uh, we'll have to see what happens. 
So that is going to do it for us this week. Uh, Lindsay and I will be back next week at our normal time, uh, day after the Christmas holiday, uh, to recap, um, hopefully another Packers win and we can keep talking playoffs, but uh, it's going to be a tough one. So uh, thank you everyone for listening. Yeah, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to be a tough challenge. (laughs) They're going to have to fight for sure. But uh, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, We will talk to you next week. Make sure to keep it on Equity Packing Company for all your Packers content needs, both written and podcasts and uh, go Pack Go. As always, go Pack Go. We'll see you guys next week. Stay safe. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Claude3 from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point of the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skill and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.